Welcome into this week's edition of the Research Corner. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by the one, the only, Donnie Gilbert. Donnie, get us touch on stuff we talked about a little bit on the spot last week. You touched on it on a carrier update. Going to look at what's going on in the ocean market. I think this is good. It's going to be different charts than what we had in those. So first one we've got here, inbound ocean TEU volume index here in the white line and our CSTEU. So customs import shipments, but just the TEU of that overall index. So what we've seen, those inbound ocean TE volumes trending up now, highest level they've been all year, which is a positive sign, but we're talking lowest level we've seen at import or TEUs clearing customs. Why is that? Because if you look back in early February where we bottomed, those are just now really hitting the port. So we're seeing that decline associated with Lunar New Year really hit here domestically, but overseas, things are coming back online. Containers are starting to flow again. It's just a matter of time before they actually hit the ports here. A few more weeks, we'll get through all this and get yeah. back on the track, right track. Yeah, I mean, like really where we are right here, we should arguably probably bounce back pretty close to where we were throughout most of January and those first couple of weeks in February. It's just going to be a matter of time before we get to the we'll move here to our next chart. Uh, but really, I mean, I guess when I look at this, it's, are we going back to where we were last year? Yeah, the the answer is no. The carriers will be very happy for this. Yeah. So an argument that we've heard a lot about, we pulled up our ocean TE vessel capacity. So this is all the available containers. So not just those that are booked and those that are empty and available to be used. This is every container coming to the US, right? We see it drop down as expected around, they pull capacity, capacity basically goes offline around the lunar year. This is the ocean carrier's way of saying, hey, we know demand's gonna be declined. We're gonna take capacity off of this. We'll put it back on. Well, they put it back on in a way that we're now basically higher than we've been much of the year, much of last year prior to coming down. This is that concern, right? We see the ocean TEU volume index is down off of its peak. The available capacity number hasn't suffered the same fate. So it's almost like, guess what? The market is now oversupplied. And even the ocean carriers tried to somewhat take to kind of, I don't want to say control capacity, but mitigate that risk of those declining spot rates that we've seen because, again, demand has declined. If they can control that, they can control their rates and get higher rates, right? If they yeah. take ships offline and park them? Yep. I believe that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, but ultimately we, what we haven't seen is that really show up in any meaningful way in terms of overall available TEU capacity. I think that's the trend to pay attention to, especially as we continue to move on here to our next chart. Uh, this a little different, but looking at lead times, right? We've talked, we just talked about lead times and, and our shippers under pressure. And this is, this is kind of one of those, this is down to what, eight days, right at eight days, it was up over 12. You can see the impact the Lunar New Year has in that, right? We go from what, nine days to about 11 days. Now we're back down to eight and a half days from the time that they submit a booking to the time that that ship leaves. So you're talking eight days in advance of when we see bookings to TEU volumes. 
And that number has just been on the decline. And it, it, to me, that shows, one, shippers feel confident that they can secure any capacity close to departure date. So they don't have to book it as far in advance, which means they can be more accurate with what they're shipping, right? Hey, we don't need 100 containers. We only need 75 containers, and we can book it a week in advance as opposed to almost two weeks in advance. I think that's the biggest story right there is they, they understand that with demand down, they don't yep. have to book it 14 days in advance. And exactly. And really shows that. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, this is one of those, it, it can adjust a little, right? I mean, you'll see this move up and down, but I think this general trend, I mean, we see it really starting back around when Henry wrote his article last year where we see it decline, but it wasn't at the pace that it's at right now. I think we'll level off here at some point, but it's just a matter of when is that? And I mean, obviously it's a correction from the holiday, but there's no pressure in the market right now for them to, we look at the green line where there's plenty of available capacity relative to demand. You're not going to see lead times increase in any way no. at any point soon. We'll move here on to our next chart. So this is Project 44's port pair delay. So just a way to kind of gauge what's going on in terms of delays at the ports. We see it's down to right under four days. I mean, we're talking this time earlier, this time last year up 10, 12 day mark. And what's that mean? I mean, ultimately the congestion at the ports basically all gone. The delays are, are nearly non-existent. I mean, I don't want to say non-existent, but we're talking less than four days across all U.S. ports on average from all ports yeah. in the U.S. And a lot of ships used to expect one or two days to let, you know, days to get in, get unloaded, and get out. Yep. So this is a, what I call close back to normal. Yep. It was this up here when we hit those 10, 12, 15, 18 days that it was causing a lot of problems with these ships. And also with the goods backing yep. up. So uh, it's really actually good to see this get back on, on, on track. But, you know, this does show that we are, there's a less volumes coming in. But it doesn't necessarily mean we're well below the normal volumes that were coming in pre-COVID. Yep. Absolutely. We'll move on. One last chart here real quick. Transit times. So what we see, transit times really haven't changed in the past year. But those delays have, right? So that's the, that's the part to really call out. So... While we were at 26, 27 days, you add in another 12. Now you're talking, what, seven weeks Before or we five to, weeks? To go back, to get yeah. load. Now it's 28 days. You basically save a full week just without having those delays when the transit times have been the same. Anyway, Donnie, thank you so much for joining me on this week's edition of Research Corner. Right now we'll take a quick break. But we'll be back with more FreightWaves now.